Last time on Pokemon Rollout. After subduing all of the monster Pokemon, the trainers left Rikuten to seek the help of rangers from Landsmeet. As they neared the outskirts of the city, the trainers were approached by a familiar Pokemon. Jeepaw, the aggressive Cofagrigus that Charlie had caught, greeted the trio at the border of the expanding Pine Farm. The ghost Pokemon led them to the farmhouse. There, they were met by Charlie's mom, who had not heard from him since he left for his adventure. She was less than amused with Charlie sending all of his Pokemon to the farm, but with the help of Professor Mancanil, the Pine family have been expanding their ranch to become more of a zoo for people to visit. After being strongly encouraged to be home for dinner, the trio went off to Landsmeet. What things await in this bustling town? Find out now on Pokemon Rollout. Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Hisuian Charlie Pine. Ooh. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Skinned Cat Sneeze. <laughs> and I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana Shingle Shadow Garden. <laughs> like on a roof! <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one I was going to go with was uh, uh, I was going to go Charlie Roof Injury Pine. Uh, yeah, Roofing Injury Pine. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Yikes. Which uh, still, you're going to have to figure. Like, if uh, if it makes it to the bloopers, you guys are going to have to go to the bloopers to find out. There are bloopers on the show, guys. Right. Some. Yeah, I, I, I think some people bloopers. have figured it out that there are bloopers on this show. Well, only one more funny. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if the editor just doesn't have enough time to get the bloopers in there. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh. All right. Well, uh, the last thing that happened is uh, you guys met Charlie's mother, and <laughs> then my mom. And then you decided to head towards Landsmeet and saw it from yes. the top of the hill. Uh, and you were deciding, it sounded like you were going to try and find Professor Mankineel before you went to the gym. Which yes. uh, Charlie knew from his egg uh, gathering and from living in Landsmeet that the gym is not the real gym. The gym is actually outside of town, but you still need to go to the not real, real building gym to uh, challenge the gym leader. The, you have to go to the official gym to go to the actual gym. Yes. Uh, uh, so, out, out of character quick, because I think there were, like, three things that we wanted to make sure to do, maybe four. We wanted to challenge the gym, that was one. Mm-hmm. We wanted to talk to Mankineel, mm-hmm. which, did I, I, I might have misunderstood this um, in the moment, but was was Mankineel, like, going somewhere? What do you mean? Like, were we... Was there a possibility we were going to miss her? Uh, she is currently talking with Charlie's father, but right. uh, it seems from the conversation with his mother that she implied that she isn't in town all the time. That's so, why. Okay. Yes. So yeah. you yes, might. Be, that's why we wanted to, to talk to her. her the window. First. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, okay. So the other two things that I was thinking we might want to do is 
talk to the rangers about Rikaten. Yeah. Oh, yes. And yes. maybe swap our teams if we want to at a Pokemon Center before going to the gym. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't had an opportunity to do that in a while. That's true. <laughs> Although Charlie technically would have just had. <laughs> Charlie just had, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, if, if I do change my, my, uh, Pokemon, I, I definitely want to make it that I, uh, change them in, in Land's Meet and not at my house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, well, well, <laughs> your, your mom wouldn't have a problem with this. Like, seriously, the Fero Corp person is coming here right now. <laughs> uh, but, um, uh, how about how about we try and do? Should we just try and like as far? That's just like check things out. But should we go to the ranger station and uh, uh, direct them toward uh, Rikuten? So the ranger station is going to be in Landsmeet, right? Yeah, there there is a ranger station in Landsmeet. There are also the outposts to the east, west, and north of Landsmeet. That will have rangers uh, stationed in them. So I, I, I really want to. I'm going to go in character now. I really want to get to catch this uh, Professor Mankinel. Um, I feel like we need to talk to her, um, find out a little more about what's going on. I, I, we need to. We need to send the rangers to to Rakuten, obviously. But there, it seems like we have a narrower window for catching. Mankinel, if we can find some rangers on the way, uh, maybe that's what we do. Um, yeah, we can do that. Uh, did we? Um, no, Nick. Does does Charlie know basically the whereabouts of where that would be? Again, and are we okay with the, assuming that Charlie kind of knows this town relatively well since it's basically his hometown? I will say Charlie does know his hometown uh, fairly well, so he would technically know where it is, but at the same time, this is where you, where Charlie got his no sense of direction. <laughs> okay, fair so enough. So he can confidently know where it is, whether you get there in a timely manner is always the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say that from the top of the hill, you can see where the gym is. I said it was near the center of town, and it's more like an administration building. So you yep. can at least see where it is, but the streets are a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. It's like a maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the, the, the gym, the administration building, that's where Mancaniel is supposed to be? Uh, it seemed like she was... Yeah, Mancaniel was in kind of the administration building area. That It, it kind of flows out into more government administration, because remember, the gym leaders are actually the technically the governmental leaders of their region as well, of like their regional area. So... And uh, it seems like they were using those offices to meet. Or one of those offices. They probably rented them out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Charlie's like, uh, uh, yeah, I can, uh, let's let's go to Mankinil, and uh, there might be a ranger station on the way. I, I know a way that they can kind of uh, uh, get us there. Um, yeah, just follow me. And uh, Char- Charlie starts going, uh, and he makes an immediate left. <laughs> what? Does he always go to the left? I think he always goes to the left. (laughs) I mean, that that is the way to get out of a maze. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yikes. uh, But uh, just uh, just like you said, Nick, Charlie uh, has his way around, and 
uh, takes uh, Professor Sneeze and Liliana through some various back alleys. Mm-hmm. Maybe they come across some uh, rotata and uh, <laughs> some other uh, uh, unsavory. Uh, uh, I shouldn't say unsavory, but some some other uh, Pokemon that you find in those alleys. And oh, certainly. Um, uh, they, you know, run across the street and almost get hit by some cars and some, uh, Pokemon that are, are, are pe- taking people in carts and whatnot. Uh, and, yeah, with some twists and turns, uh, as long as it's okay with you, they get there eventually. Uh, as this is going on, Liliana, can I get an intuition check from you? Okay. I got a 12. A 12, Okay. Uh, you kind of you've you grew up on the streets of Ratu. They were actually a little less chaotic than this. If they were a little larger, they had a little different things. But they, Ratu was also an older city. Landsmeet had kind of burned to the ground and been built back up, and a bunch of different things going through it. So uh, it's a little bit newer. Uh, but you realize as Charlie's doing this, there's still a sense of no sense of direction. He's still going back roads. He's still getting lost more. But he's almost unconsciously avoiding areas that you can pick up as. It's probably not a good idea to walk through there right now, or this is going to get congested soon, or if you're an outsider, you might have to deal with some problems on down these streets. So, Charlie's having grown up here has allowed him to kind of accidentally pick up the right streets to walk through, <laughs> and the right places to go. Remember, uh, you, you all know that Landsmeet is known as the place where you can buy and sell anything? If you know where to look. So there are definitely some places not to walk down unless you know where you're going. Mm. And Charlie has learned to avoid them almost by accident. <laughs> but Liliana keeps an eye out just for curiosity, not, mm. not for any other reasons. Of course, of course not. Also, let's add, mm-hmm. add a fifth point to our journey here. We need to definitely visit the uh, underground shop somehow. Yes. <laughs> we need a shopping episode. The, the black oh, market shopping episode, yes. The black <laughs> market <course>. shopping episode. <laughs> Get some new outfits, some swag. <laughs> Pokemon roll out dark. <laughs> After dark. After dark. <laughs> of course. Yeah. With, a show, with a show this wholesome, I don't know what that would even look like. <laughs> with, with two Ooh, we have our lights turned off, but there's still night lights. <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like Professor Sneeze puts on a thin layer of eyeshadow. <laughs> Yikes. Liliana's dressed in darker black. Yeah. Darker yeah. Black. Uh, Charlie goes the, into his closet and pulls out his, his, his emo clothes. Say, are, are Liliana's gloves usually fingerless, or do they usually are they usually full gloves? No, fingerless. I say Sorry, whichever his, they are, it's the opposite when it's after it's dark. The opposite. <laughs> She's just not wearing gloves. <laughs> not wearing. Sorry, uh, Charlie wears his his, his emo clothes. Emolga. Emolga. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Wouldn't that just be like a That's cape? That's pretty hot. Yeah, emo- so you have a yellow cape, is what you're saying. And like uh, black around it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. yellow cape, yes. Nope. <laughs> okay. So, you guys are headed on your way, and eventually you start making it to the administrative building. It's not too large of a building, it does go up more than two stories. The place, but it's more of a thinner building. It's definitely just built as an office space, uh, more than anything else. Uh, as you are heading in, Charlie, you actually recognize a 
shock of yellowish hair, like bright yellow hair with a little bit of gray in it. It looks like your father is exiting the building. Okay. Uh, you say it looks like, do I have to roll a perception check? No, it's your father exiting the building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. I don't know, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows at this point. <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, when you're a kid, you see the bag of a person and you just assume it's your parents, so you go and hug them and then they turn around and you're like, oh no! <laughs> what have I done? You're not my dad! <laughs> I can't decide if Charlie would uh, go, like, because Char- Charlie does love his parents, even uh, however con- uh, uh, unconsiderate he is, so I'm trying to decide if Charlie would just run up and hug his dad, or if he'd just say, hey, dad, and then just keep walking by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, Charlie goes up and hugs his dad. Okay. Okay. Daddy says, oh, Charlie, you've seen your mother? Yeah. <laughs> Good. You could... That's one way to phrase it. Trust me, son, it's better that you've seen her. Uh, thanks, Ed. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing down in this part of town? Well, I, I suppose we did kind of know you were going to be here, but... Um... Mm. Oh, yes, you talked with your mother. Yeah, I was just talking with uh, Professor Mankineel. She was... We, we were figuring out the next few renovations, a few extra things to fill out. Uh, depending on what you're bringing along, I suppose we're, we're, we're still... Wondering if we want to bring in more Pokemon other than yours, and there's there's a whole bunch of legal issues with that. You don't need to worry about it right now, but we're still kind of figuring out how much we're going to expand and work through things. She's definitely been a great help. I love the idea of like yeah, like bringing in Pokemon, letting people see them. It's fantastic. Oh, definitely. I mean, an advance warning would have been nice, but <laughs> and, well, you, you know, you know me. <laughs> Uh, your your father kind of gives you a look. It's like, yes, and you know us. <laughs> uh, Charlie kind of smiles, but then looks away a little bit sheepish, sheepishly. <laughs> Don't worry, he uses us for his own gain, too. <laughs> oh, does he? I mean, yeah, he certainly absolutely. is impulsive, but I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I'm sorry, uh, you are? Yes, hello, Mr. Pine. I'm I'm Professor Sneeze. No. Professor? I I'm sorry, I don't know much about your work. Uh, yeah. Not many not many not many do. I uh <laughs> I work mostly in Snorlax. Hmm. Yeah, don't see too many around here. It's it's a little more sparse in this area in terms of food. They stay in the more densely food air regions. Don't I know it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. And, yep. And, uh, and I'm so, so, yeah, Professor Sneeze, good to meet you, and... Oh, Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's my turn to talk. Professor Sneeze just butted in there. <laughs> so sorry, I was thrown off. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I have to try to maintain some manners when we all forget. <laughs> but you didn't just now, did you? <laughs> I know, I always trip over myself. <laughs> I, I can see how you've been traveling with Charlie in this time. <laughs> it's good to meet all of you. Uh, are you coming in for a gym challenge or for different things here? Are you... uh, yes, uh, but also we wanted to uh, talk to, to uh, Professor Mankineel about oh. some stuff. 
Oh, I think that was her last uh, meeting for the day. She may be heading out at the moment, but uh, I know she was interested in talking with you, so I'm sure she'll get in touch. <laughs> she might still be around, though, but... She knew we were coming? Well, I wouldn't go that far. We just, you know, we, we talked oh. about who all the Pokemon were coming from, and she seemed interested. And I mean, she... Okay. Well... It's not suspicious at all. Hmm. I mean, now, now that you mention it, it did seem like she was. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh, the, 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 she knew we were coming. He's still reacting. He's like, "Nah, she, she couldn't have known. That that doesn't really make sense." Eh, no. Oh well. No what? That you were coming. But okay. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Shall we? Should we go talk to her? Everyone, let's. I can still see if you can catch her. She might be heading out, but let's go fast. You know me. I'm good at catching things. Just hang on. I pulled something. I'm gonna. There we go. As as you guys are heading in, Charlie, your father's hand stays on your shoulder for a second. It's like, so we're seeing you for dinner. I. I think so. I'll check with uh, Sneeze and, and Liliana, and I... The hand gets just a little bit heavier, so we're seeing uh, you for dinner. E- <laughs> yes, sir. We, we'd love that. What are we having? I'll check with your mother. We'll see you later. No, no. Go the on. answer is food. Go <laughs> <laughs> no, We'll see you in a few hours, then. And so he kind of lets you go and starts heading back towards home with a wave. <laughs> Liliana so, just leans in close you know that Pokemon that you just dropped off sure looked good <laughs> uh, let's go <laughs> right you're heading into the administrative building yes yep. oh, yeah. okay. is there, is, are there like signs for where to find Professor Mankin uh, no. it's more of a governmental here. building so it's office buildings okay. so that they're uh from what you're talking, you're not sure whether Mankineel has her own office here or whether she's okay. rented the office for other situations or because, mm. again, it doesn't seem like she spends much time in Landsmeet. She's more going there to meet with Charlie's parents and to check on other interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a clear administration. There are some signs for different places, like for the gym challenge and for other administration centers. There's also uh, a desk in front with a secretary. It's a man with bright bright purple hair I'm sitting there is kind of leafing somewhat disinterestedly through a magazine uh, as you walk in his eyes kind of glance up for a second uh, one eye is dark dark gray and the other eye is the same purple as his hair hmm. and that, so he kind of like checks looks at you guys for a second and then goes back to flipping through the magazine um, excuse me, good sir. Can you tell us where to find Professor Mankineel? I think she just finished up her, uh, meetings for the day, he says without looking she's, up. She's expecting us. Again, I think she finished her meetings for the day, so how would she be expect? Well, no, like, the the guy who just left, like, that that's my dad, and, like, he told her that we were, we were coming, so we're, like, she's, we're like we're, we'll be coming and just, he, he said we'd be right behind him. Can I get we're, a... we're her bonus <laughs> bonus meeting. Can I get a ch- a guile check from someone, Professor Sneeze or Charlie, <laughs> since they're the ones who spoke? 
Hey, that's hey, good. That's a ten. Was, uh, mine's a fifteen. Oh, well, yours is even better. <laughs> okay. Well, I rolled two dice. He kind of, he finally like looks up at you, and you can see a uh, Lilian especially. You can see, but uh, Professor Sneeze, since you've got the high intuition, you can see in his eyes that he just goes, "I don't think I'm paid enough for this." <laughs> I, I, he's just decided I'm not I'm not paid enough to like detain these guys at the moment. So he's like, oh. "To your right, three doors down." Hey. <laughs> Thank you. And it gives a quick, like, a one-handed wave as he's still looking in through his magazine. Uh, this is the point where Charlie, like, uh, grabs Pro- Professor Sneeze. Should we have introduced ourselves to him? Like, should is this the time to be polite like that? It's Let me go tell a... him our name. <laughs> no, that's okay, Charlie. He doesn't need to know. <laughs> oh, politeness is so confusing. <laughs> it really is. Especially when you're learning it from someone so rude, Charlie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just just follow what I do. Hey, I just spend, spend most of my time with Pokemon, not people, so... <laughs> I'm better at their manners. No excuse. <laughs> Maybe that's why not many people know about you and your research. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon like it. <laughs> Ooh, Melody? <laughs> oh, Melody? For one. <laughs> then the others just eat the research papers. What does what boss? What does boss think about your research? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Which door was hers? <laughs> I was to the right, three doors down. We go to that door. All right. Do hey, you knock or do you enter? <laughs> knock. Right, Liliana, am I supposed to knock here? Is that proper etiquette? I don't know, you tell me. Apparently you're the expert from what you were saying earlier. I'm saying this while I'm knocking. The door <laughs> opens because you've oh. been talking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hello. Uh, standing in front of you, a woman who is just slightly shorter than Professor Sneeze, maybe an inch shorter, and... Maybe roughly 15 years younger or so. Uh, hmm. She has uh, dark skin kind of roughened from uh, more outdoor weather and things there. A lot of smile lines and set up there. Uh, her hair is more uh, well kept. It's in a, kind of a small braid over one shoulder. And it's kind of hard to tell the color. At first, it almost looks white, but every time uh, the light kind of shifts or she moves, it seems to give a very faint, different coloration in it, as though it's kind of almost more opalescent or shiny through it. Uh, one thing that kind of strikes as a shock for a moment is the realization that her irises are white. Hmm. And so it kind of brings the thing... When you're closer to her, you can kind of see a delineation where the irises are just a slightly ever so slightly darker shade of white, more of like a cream or ivory than the mm. whites of her eyes. But from farther away, all you can, it's just whites and pupils. Oh. Uh, Professor uh, Rudimentus Sneeze, your, your work on Snorlax is fantastic. I, I look back were... at the other two with a knowing look, like, see? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie's jaw kind of drops a gate. <laughs> 
Kratos' hands in the shrink. Liliana just shrugs. Knowing that they, they, <laughs> they went along with the cycles and the phases of the moon, brilliant, inspired. Ooh, well, uh, thank you. I, uh, I wasn't aware that uh, here in, in Landsmeet there was a great interest in my research on Snorlax. I, I, I make sure to keep an eye on any advancements on humanity's knowledge. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, and oh, of course, uh, you must be Chartreuse Pine, as Dory to call you. You call you Charlie. Uh, yeah, that. Yep, that's yeah, me. Your parents are wonderful people, and you've been catching all these Pokemon. Fantastic, seeing how they connect with each other, how they interact when they're not usually in these situations is brilliant. Great for research, great for everything else, and you know, people love to come and see these different Pokemon that they haven't seen before. Uh, yeah, I mean, the the interactions, that was the plan all along, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she definitely, and a last response to that, and, goes, and Liliana Shadow, Shadow Garden. Such a pleasure to see you. Excellent. Excellent. I've heard a little of your work in places like, you know, Ratu, in different areas there, and uh, Pokemon connections you have, you have a little bit of a connection to different things, but of course... Ah, you're still working on everything there. It's, it's a, a pleasure to meet all three of you. Who have you been talking to? <laughs> so Charlie thinks to himself, is like, who actually knows who Liliana is? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'd like to know any advancements in humanity's knowledge and any uh, circumstances and different situations that go on here. Now... Here's the thing. I would love to talk with you all day. And honestly, I'm flattered and very encouraged by the fact that you came to meet me immediately. That's a very, very good sign for me. I would love to talk to you more at the moment. However, I do have more pressing circumstances and I'm sure you guys need to deal with uh, getting your next gym badge. Well, yes, that's on our our docket, but um... on the to-do list. So ha- here's here's how it works for you. you know, I'm dealing with a few more uh, situations here, but I've got an area, just a couple hours outside of town here where we can meet and talk and I can show you the whole works. Everything that's going on, we can get everything working for you. Uh, to get in contact with you, I have uh, a friend out here in town. He runs a uh, food cart, actually, with his hair across. A great person. Uh, if you can get in co- if he can get in contact with you in let's say a day, maybe two, keep an eye out for him here in Landsmeet. Uh, he'll be able to get in contact with you, and you can let him know uh, when we can meet up. I don't want to get in the way of your gym challenge or anything else that's going on with you, but I would love to meet and talk with you. The whole what do you mean by the whole works? The whole works of what? <laughs> she laughs and she she laughs and kind of like puts a hand on Charlie's shoulder, and as she does, she for some reason gives Professor Sneeze a knowing look. Says, oh, don't, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the whole thing when we get there. Don't worry about it at all. Uh-huh. Can I roll an intuition? Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. Ooh, I want to. Ooh. I got an eight. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen, we tied! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was halfway there. <laughs> she is unreadable. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, as far as you can tell, she is presenting what what she is presenting is exactly who she is. All right. Hmm. Well, um, I look forward to that 
conversation as well. Fantastic, fantastic. And I'll love to meet your other halves when you get there as well. But for now, I have to be out for the moment. I'll see you uh, just in a few days. Remember, other halves. Uh, remember, food seller at the Heracross. See you in a bit. And uh, she smiles and starts heading out, uh, just quick walking out the door. Not not like in a, not in a hurry as though she's trying to get away from you, but in a hurry as in she has other things to do and she's ready to go and energized. Meet at food seller. Heracross. Cabbage merchant. <laughs> right? Uh, and, uh, My I'll say, Heracross! One th- uh, Charlie, you would know, and you guys would have seen it as you went through, there are people who have food carts that are often... Uh, carried along or pulled along by Pokemon <clears throat> that travel the streets and are able to mm. sell their food from there. Gotcha. So that would probably be what she's talking about. If she's talking a food seller with a hair across, that's probably the connection. All right. A butcher would have their cart pulled by a houndour. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's Rottweilers. They were bred as butcher's dogs. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, so that would be it then. <laughs> but yeah, so she came in, said all those things, and left. Well, that was... A She's a freak. Of, I don't know what. Yeah. Uh, so she... really quickly, uh, side note: um, uh, Can this merchant sell coba berries instead of cabbages? They can sell coba berries. <laughs> <laughs> you will see when you meet them. All right. Oh, <laughs> um, so with my just okay with with that intuition of sixteen, which admittedly isn't great, um, when she talked about our other halves was she talking about like our pokemon <laughs> yes <Ugh>. <laughs> okay okay so. you have you have a, an idea that she was talking about something specific but again okay. she again the, the biggest feeling you get from her is that she knows how to talk to people mm-hmm. and how to get what she wants across without getting anything else across so you're sure she's talking about something specific, but with a 16 against what she rolled, not, you're not getting much else. So she's a three. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, all right. Well, should we go um, find, find the, the rangers to send them out to Rikerton? Uh I mean, we're, we're in the building where we need to sign up for the gym challenge. Oh, that's true. I mean, do, 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 uh, I mean, is there is there like a waiting time, Charlie? Do you sign up and then wait for our name to be called, or? Um, give me a general education check, Charlie. Uh, anyone, right. people can roll it. Other people can roll it, but it will be higher for you because you didn't grow up. Whoa! Uh, Charlie oh, rolled a ten. Not quite as good as he can roll. But he rolled a ten on uh, his general education. Twenty-six. My gen N isn't worth rolling. <laughs> all right um professor sneeze you heard rumors about this gym specifically um mm. and especially about alba uh one of the rumors mm. that you have is that she is a commensurate gambler who wants to turn just about anything into a wager um there's some darker rumors also that she turns everything into a wager and also only loses when she wants to and is more than willing to rig the game. Uh, and so there's some interesting things going on with that. You've also heard rumors that there are at least two or three different ways to challenge the gym. And at least one of those ways, Alba has never lost. Uh, 
Oh. Charlie, you're able to pick up a little more since you you uh, grew up here. Uh, mm-hmm. There, There is a waiting list if you want to take part in the regular gym bat. Uh, gym challenge, which is a race for every gym challenger. It ch- it takes place once a week, and every gym challenger races against each other fr- in uh, the actual gym area, which is a stretch of grassland and forest in different areas. Uh, there, the winner gets the Zephyr badge. And I assume with us competing as a team... Uh-huh. You don't compete as to... teams, it's it's individual. We'd have to at least win three. Weeks you would in have. A row. To, you could all enter multiple times and win three weeks in a row. The other thing is to challenge Alba directly in a special race. Uh, you know that the special race takes two forms. You can't remember what those two forms are. Hmm. And those would be the, the like the three different ways that they can. That that would probably be the three different forms of the gym challenge right. that Professor Sneeze remembers. Right. Um, so yeah. Oh, the other yeah. thing, the other thing that you know, uh, the race for uh, the the entrance into the regular race is five thousand poke a person, and you win ten thousand along with your gym badge if you win the race. Okay. Uh, Do I know about the other method? The other method is a personal wager with Alba. Okay. So that changes depending on what she asks for. Alright. Do we know when <clears throat> do we know when the uh, mass race is gonna be happening? Uh Charlie, you would know that the mass race is going to be happening in about three days. Okay. So yeah, Charlie it's... uh uh takes the time and says, Okay, so there's like two-ish ways to, to challenge her. You can either, like, get on the waiting list and, like, mm-hmm. you can, like, race for the, the... You do a race with all the other competitors and whoever wins gets the badge. But there's there's only one badge and, like, there's three of us. Also, it costs, like, 5,000 poke to do this and pulls out his wallet. I I got, like, 10,000, so I could only, like, enter twice. Um, I'm not sure about what you guys know, like, Liliana's rolling in money, so she could, like, bankroll us all, probably. But like, <laughs> um, so the other other way, like Alba has like a couple special ways where we can race her, and but she she takes a, a wager. So like, who knows how much that could be? I don't know. But we could like double our money if we win. It's yeah, that's that's true. Um. Well, uh, well, what what if we uh, tried for both? Um, we can we can. Put our names down, and we can race in three days. Uh, in the meantime, we c- uh, we can head over to the Rangers um, and maybe swap out our teams at the Pokemon Center or at your house, Charlie, if we want to do that. Um, what time of day is it right now? Right now, uh, you got to... It was pretty early. It was about mid-afternoon when you got to Charlie's house, so it's about maybe okay. 2 or 3 o'clock right now. Okay. And then maybe when we're done with all that, Charlie, we should start heading back to your parents house so we can make sure to have supper with with them um oh i was i part of that conversation <laughs> uh you probably heard it since you were heading in the door but it's up to it's up That's to true. you yeah. yeah also i believe oh. his mother asked him to or basically told him oh, he'd be coming home yes. for dinner before you left anyways so i think i remember that <laughs> um yeah and then after after supper and maybe we sleep and uh, then tomorrow we can we can try for a personal 
uh, individual challenge with Alba too, and see how that goes. Uh, uh, I know these are like semantics, Nick, and you may or may not have thought this through. Do we have to pay our entry fee when we sign up? Uh, entry fee is due at sign up. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we probably like. Do you, um, uh, Alba might and... refund it if you win against her in the personal challenge, but it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would probably rather just uh, try to do the personal challenge and maybe have the the sign up as our fallback. I guess maybe mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Would Charlie know, like, if you sign up, is it like, boom, you're in, you're doing it, or... Yes, it is a free-for-all race once every week. No, I mean, sorry, uh, if you challenge Alba directly, like, I suppose, one, you have to find her. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you have to find her, and you negotiate terms, and after you negotiate terms, you set a date and a time for it, and then, yes, you're in. Okay. So, uh, Charlie says, well, I I don't think I'm quite ready to, uh, battle the, the gym... Uh, the gym quite yet, so how about we head to the ranger station, tell them about okay. the the peril in Rikuten, and maybe along the way we'll find Alba? I mean, I kind of know where some of the places where she hang, likes to hang out. Okay. Let's let's do that. Uh, the ranger station, since this is the main administrative and government building, the ranger station is fairly nearby. Uh, Charlie, for some reason, leads you down a couple more back alleys, and in almost a loop before you get there. Uh, yeah, But you eventually get to the ranger station. Here, and you enter in, and there is a ranger in, I believe it was a dark blue uh, uniform, who's kind of sitting there and look, kind of looks up in, in a very straight voice, name and complaint. <laughs> um, no complaint, good sir. We're here um, to report uh, a disaster in the town of Rikuten. Professor Sneeze. The other two That's me. don't catch it. No, no, no. <laughs> the other two don't catch it. Professor Sneeze, as you say Rikuten, mm-hmm. the man's response is shock. Not surprise. And okay. just for an instant, his eyes widen, and he's like, "This is some sort of disaster, you say, in the town nearby." That was that was right. Re- Sorry, uh, R. Rikuten. Rikuten. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, like 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 Raiku, like and but there's a ton of them. <laughs> right. Uh, what sort of disaster are we speaking of here? Well, there were several monstrous. Pokemon that had taken over the town. Don't worry, we dealt with them. Uh, they're pretty well sedated and uh, such, but they, they'll they need some ranger's help to uh, maintain those Pokemon captivity and to help restore their town this, after the destruction of those Pokemon. This does sound serious, and he kind of gets that from... Well, here, come with me, we need to take a... If this is a serious situation, a full attack by... Well, by Wild Pokemon? Dangerous Pokemon? Monstrous Pokemon. They were not wild. We definitely knew, could tell, that they had masters of some kind. This... So there is a sinister plot behind it. This certainly seems like we need a full report. Come with me and we'll take your full statements. Do, do, I, do I trust him? Not in the Charlie, Charlie rolls intuition. I mean, Paul rolls intuition for Charlie. Okay. 
Um, ah, oh, bad intuition. Yeah, Try to roll the five. Okay. I got an eight. Uh, yeah. Oh, still only Professor Sneeze is catching that something else is going on here. So I don't trust him at all. No. You don't need our statement. You can just take take uh, some rangers out there, and and you'll see what's going on. Sir, you very, pardon me, but you very obviously are not from Landsmeet. Nope, but he is. Charlie, Charlie raises his hand. Yes. And we've been traveling together for a while. Yes, so he would be able to tell you the situation here. There's quite a bit for rangers to deal with, not even talking about the outposts. For us to go and chase an unsubstantiated rumor... For a town, unsubstantiated. unsubstantiated rumor of a town, almost a day's distance from here, for Wait a large a amount minute. of rangers. How would uh, that would be a drain on our resources that we cannot afford for an unsubstantiated rumor? I'm asking for a full. I didn't statement. tell you how far away the town was. You verified the town's name. Yep, and you acted like you'd never heard of it before. How did you know it was a day away? Hmm, sir? <laughs> <laughs> sir, you are being very uh, recalcitrant here, very aggressive and combative. Well, I'd try to take my calcium. <laughs> okay. Sir, I'm afraid I'm going to need you to, and he gets cut off by a person who says, Officer, what are you doing with these three? Who is it? Uh, it seems to be a, ra a ranger, uh, older ranger in a uniform that has a few more stripes on it. It seems like this might be the commander of the, of the station. Uh, sir, these three are coming in with unsubstantiated rumors, and when I tried to substantiate them, they became combative. I was just going to... And the guy puts his hand on his shoulder and says, Officer... You need to take your break. Sure. He does seem a little tense. <laughs> you need to take your break, officer. And they share a quick look. Intuition. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't trust anyone. I'm going to have Charlie hold off just because if he didn't pick up something before, he probably won't pick something up now. 26. Oh. And uh, I can't even touch that. So what did you get? What did Charlie get? Yes. Sure. I got a 13. Nice. 10. Half of me again. 10. Charlie got a 10. Nice. All right. Professor Sneeze and Liliana. Mm. Oh, yeah. As they're saying, uh, you need to take your break. Uh, the, uh, the commander also says, I think you forgot something. And as he says that, the officer who is talking to you looks at the commander looks back at you and pales slightly. He's like, you, you're right, sir. I, I will take my break. And he heads out. He says, so, I'm sorry, what was your, and the commander turns back to you, sorry, what was your uh, complaint again or concern? I, I heard something about a town? Yes, the town of Rikuten was attacked mm. by monstrous Pokemon, uh, subdued by them, Hmm. virtually destroyed but we have taken care of those Pokemon 
The town is in need of help from the rangers reconstructing and maintaining the captivity of these Pokemon. And also, there's a bigger plot behind it because those Pokemon have masters and they were surgically manipulated and altered to be this monstrous and they need to be taken care of. Well, this is definitely a serious situation, then I'll be sure to send a team myself. Thank you. Take care of this. Thank you for your concerns, citizen... or sir... My name is Professor Rudimentus Sneeze. Professor Sneeze, thank you again for your concern. Thank you for taking care of this issue. We will be sending a contingent of rangers as soon as possible. Do I, do I trust him? Uh, with your uh, intuition check, you can tell he's going to send a contingent of rangers. Okay. That's all I want. <laughs> can, can, he, can he also tell what the contingent of rangers is going to do? <laughs> he can tell he's going to send a contingent of rangers. Awesome. Okay. Alright. I like this. Uh that's really unsettling. <laughs> um hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Um let's alright. Let's I'm gonna lead the other two out. Let's we we've we've taken care of our business here. Let's head out of uh, this place. Are you going uh, to the Pokemon go Center? Go on to our to... next task. Um Yes, I'd like to start walking that way, but on the way, I want to talk to the other two, yep. if we can. Go right ahead. Um, say that was weird, right? Charlie shrugs. Yeah, Charlie didn't catch Charlie. anything. Like that was weird. Like the first ranger, especially, was he looked like he didn't he didn't want to just take my statement. I think he wanted to try to arrest me or something, but I didn't like it, and I don't know what that commander ranger is gonna do he's gonna send some rangers but i don't i don't i don't know and the fact that no rangers had ever made it to Rikerton after others had left i don't know if i trust any of what's going on here what if we tried to stop by a feral core because the feral core they're they're different from the rangers right they're like totally yeah, separate they're, they're a completely separate entity Okay. What if we what if we tried to contact someone from the Furo Corps and ask them to go and check on the town and let us know what uh, what was going on? I mean, that's not a bad idea. We do have that that friend in the Furo Corps, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Right? From all the way back in the back in the day, mm-hmm. he owes us. True. You do have a favor to call in. Let's 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 do that because I. I don't know if I trust what's going on with these rangers, and that's that's not not a good thing. All right, so are you're going to the Pokemon Center then? The Fear Court, yes, is next to it because that's where they'd be. But yeah, we'll probably right. stop at the. Okay. We're gonna stop at the Fear Court first, talk to the people, and then go to the Pokemon Center. To... So that they can take Pokemon to the Fear Court. <laughs> yeah, right. And some and some of those would go to Charlie's house, mm-hmm. which they're going to later tonight. Of course. All right. So you're stopping by the Fear of Court Center first. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, uh, can you remind remind me again? What are the types of um, Alba's gym? It's flying and normal and bug. Bug. Flying, bug. normal, and bug. Mm-hmm. Okay. For her types, yes. Um, so. 
All right, so you guys stop at the Firacor. Uh, after you mention what is going on and what happens and how you have a deal or you have a favor to call in, there aren't questions asked. The Firacor is fairly tight-knit, and they don't give away favors easily. So they, they go, okay, we're going to send someone in there to, to do a flyover and check what's going on. Great. So that will be done with. All right, so then you can go to the Pokemon Center. Uh, what Pokemon are you switching out? What is this next, Jim? Uh, flying, normal, and bug type. It also seems to have a heavy focus on racing. So speed is a is key. I am going to send back Arthur, the Hone Edge, and Snacks, the Munchlax, in order to have Flora, my Florges, mm-hmm. and... Fenris, my Gorgome. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have to figure this out. But I have a Boldor that's at level 26, not too underleveled. Uh, I'm gonna have to name him and stat him out and uh, do all that stuff. But I'm gonna bring um, the Boldor. I'll have to come up with the name of him pretty quickly. And he is going to exchange for. Are we either going to do Cuddles or Giggles, I think? I think we'll set aside uh, Cuddles the Yarmaha... Sorry, Giggles the Yarmaha for now. Okay. And I will... Like I said, I need to name and stat out and do all the stuff with that bowler, that, but it's not too underleveled, so I'll mm-hmm. I'll bring that one along. Okay. Is that all you're switching out? Uh, yes. I, I think I like the rest of my team for the most part. I don't... Uh, do I want Chomps to come along? I want Chomps to come back, so we'll put Chomps in for somebody. He's he's a little under level two, but we'll get him in there. Um, let's have, put Chomps in for Cuddles. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, so I'll make that switch too. Okay. I'm still figuring mine out here. No worries. Mm-hmm. We'll say uh, while you're figuring out and gathering those, so while you're doing that, uh, you've put in what you're going to be switching out, what you're going to be working with, uh, Professor Sneeze. Fearcore is heading out, and they're getting yours back. Uh, Charlie, yours is headed out, and uh, Professor Sneeze's Pokemon get back before yours do. Okay. And then uh, the Pokemon Center doors open, and you hear (laughs) Chartreuse. (laughs) Uh, Your mother is standing there with two Pokeballs in her hands. Hey mom, did you have to come into town for something? What? What do you? What? Why are you here? <laughs> well, I figured you'd be coming back to get some Pokemon to figure it out, but I guess you're so used to being on the road that you forgot. <laughs> so, oh, now listen here. Now, Chomps, you called him Chomps, right? He's a big eater, so you got to make sure to feed him right. Feed him, you know, first thing in the morning. Uh, every couple hours afterwards, he, he works better with snacks. I don't think the big meals are very good for him. It gives him indigestion. Uh, oh, no. Snacks isn't here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I interrupted. This is one of those politeness is hard moments. <laughs> she, she definitely gives you the very slightest of mom looks as she keeps going back to it. <laughs> uh, gives him indigestion. He, he is a very rambunctious one. Likes to He seems to like to knock down walls quite a bit, so... Uh, being a little careful around that. You're more going to be out in the open, so that works very well. Uh, as for the other one, you, you didn't name this one yet, did you? Well, so. Uh, he's a very nice. Uh, 
she's happy as long as she's near water. It's a she, correct? Am I remembering correctly? That's a he. It's a he. Sorry, he's happy as long as he's near water. He uh, is a gentleman. gentleman. You're correct. <laughs> he's happy as long as he's near water. He likes to be underground. He likes to, uh, you know, go back and forth a bit. Uh, he's a little, a little hard to read. I guess he's a rock type, so you expect that. Uh, this goes on for several minutes. <laughs> Sounds about right. Just of you know, like uh, motherly advice on how to take care of these Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> uh, partway through, Charlie like uh, starts to uh, get kind of bored. If his if his phone did like his if his uh, Pokedex was smartphone. like a texting, mm-hmm. if it was a smartphone, he'd be like texting on. But like instead of just kind of like looking at and flipping through the pages. <laughs> and and so she says, and I will be taking. And she kind of closes your Pokedex, puts it in your pocket, gives you the Pokeball, and says, And now, stew is on the oven. It'll be good in about two hours, so I'll see you back by then. Charlie's face brightens up at the mention of stew. It's his favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, for every, you know, every 15 minutes you're late, your dad gets another scoop, so you better be on time. Oh, yes, ma'am. We'll we'll make sure we're there right away. Uh, What time again? Two hours. From now. Two hours, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Got we'll, we'll keep him on on time, I'm, ma'am. I'm still a little concerned about Penelope with a later ladle, so I better head back now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be seeing you then. And so she heads out the door. Charlie thinks to himself, "Who's Penelope?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! The, the the joke is, fans, in case you missed it. Uh, Charlie uh, heard the name as Envelope and not Penelope, and so he knows his yep. Dedenne is Envelope, but not Penelope. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, well, we've got uh, two hours before yes, but, uh, supper time. We still want to make sure Liliana has switched out the Pokemon oh, yes. she wants. So I did. I have in my team now uh, my Tortoise Terra Spicy, my Machoke Trigger, my Pharaoh Seed Blade, my Crowgunk Mich, my Zorark Ruse, and my Snover Jack. Very nice. All right. As well as Grunge, of course. Oh, yeah. He tags along for the ride. Okay. So, yes, you've got everything together. You've switched out your Pokemon. Got two hours. Mm-hmm. What, what do we want to do with... Uh... Two hours, Charlie. What? Uh... Um, I mean, there are lots of shops here. Do you want to look around for some of the shops? Oh gosh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> Transition in the black market episode. <laughs> when, when we have two hours. <laughs> we have two hours. We're going to get stuck in the black market. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'll say. Uh-huh. If you guys want to go looking around the shops, the other thing you can do is uh, actually challenge Alba or get that in motion. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and like that. set the schedule for yes. it. Yeah, let's see if you can find yeah, Alba. We can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we can look for her. Okay, so you're just going looking for Alba. Well, uh, Charlie, where would we find her? At the gym? Probably. Uh, well, she doesn't spend a lot of time at the gym. Unless she's not into that whole you know stuffy stuff. But I get that. But like, um, you know, there are a couple of places. I mean, usually if you look to the sky, you can usually see her riding on her on her Pidgeot. Um, but I she mean, niece looks up. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Do, do we see check. Alba? <laughs> Give me a perception check with my. Nope, that's Snake Eyes. 
you look up just as a Pidgey uh, as a Pidgey flies by. Uh, Charlie, yeah, right there. <laughs> Charlie rolled a seventeen. Okay. Uh, is, Li- oh. is Liliana looking up, or is she is she above this I'll, nonsense? I'll look at stuff. <laughs> I only got an 11. Okay. Uh, You're looking around a bit. Uh, You guys did walk out of the Pokemon Center before this, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) 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 It's a skylight. So, uh, Professor Sneeze got distracted by a Pidgey. Um, Liliana, you're looking around, but you don't really see much of anything other than random Pokemon in the sky. Uh, Charlie, you catch to the north west of the town uh you see uh what looks like more like a pidgeot sized uh pokemon it's out of town but it's to the northwest in that area near the outskirts okay. all right uh also like and maybe this would make sense for the town or not but like are there ways like you could like and maybe this makes so you have to do some world building right now but there would be any chance that like you could send up a flare and uh all would be like oh hey there's a gym challenge i'm gonna go to that flare or is that too much? asking for too much? Alba is not that organized. <laughs> okay. Is the way I'll say it. Uh, you basically find her and challenge her, and then she'll be punctual. But before that, she you need to find her first. All right. Um, uh, so, guys, if you look over there, and he points in the correct direction, the northwest, uh, there's a pretty big flying thing over there. Uh, it's like... Firo size, but like it's a little bit girthier. It's not as gaunt as a Firo, so it's probably Pidgeot. Maybe it's a Ho. We can go catch a Ho. Let's go. I don't think. Okay. Charlie immediately walks southeast. <laughs> <laughs> After pointing the right, All right direction. Let's go find her, I guess. Yeah, you guys are heading that way. You guys are heading northwest. Yeah. As you are walking out. All right. So you guys are heading uh, northwest. You are heading up through town. You're uh, weaving through different places. As you're going, uh, Liliana, you hear uh, uh, what, uh, as you're kind of going back and forth, you hear what are, is definitely the sounds of some sort of uh, gambling game, some sort of dice game probably being done in one of uh, the bars nearby. It's going there, and you could have sworn someone might have said Alba in there, but it's quickly uh, lost with that. Hmm. Uh, is there like an open door or window over there? Uh, the door or? is open for it, so there's there's definitely, and uh, it's still early fall, so I'd say the windows were open as well, yes, in midday. Okay. Um, oh, all quick separate from the group and poke my head in okay so you separate going there and head in uh professor sneeze and charlie you keep moving forward uh Mm -hmm. yeah liliana what you see in there is a woman uh there's a bunch of different people all playing dice and right now kind of crowing and gloating over her her winnings is a woman with dark green hair Kind of more of like a, a flat forest green compared to like the emeralds and the other ones you've seen there. Uh, and bright, bright pink eyes. More of a petite woman uh, standing there definitely 
built much more for running or for uh, long distance endurance. Definitely someone who is very much in shape, uh, dressed in uh, more flowing, kind of like almost looking like a riding outfit. Nothing who is uh, crowing over her winnings and kind of raking in and calling out for who's going to be the next in the round for it. Uh, everyone looks a little bit leery. You think they might have all just lost their money to her. <laughs> Definitely picturing Peter Pan. There might be a little bit of Peter Pan to her. Uh, not She's not wearing all green, though. Uh. Um. So nobody's challenging her right now? It uh, doesn't seem like it. Okay. Um, hmm. Are there any murmurings from anyone that I can, like, do perception check on? Give me a perception for it, yes. Okay. Uh, while this is going on, I'll say, uh, Professor Sneeze and Charlie, you keep heading uh, out, and you get out to the outskirts of town, and what you essentially see is a Pidgeot that Charlie, at this point, you can tell is Alba's Pidgeot, and a Scallopede, which is probably hers as well, seem to be doing some sort of mock battle back and forth, almost like a sort of like training, but it seems to be unsupervised outside of town. Uh, Liliana, what did you get for your perception? I got a 10. 10. All right. Um, you do catch some murmuring back and forth. It seems like there, it's, there is an undercurrent of like annoyance, obviously, because they just lost their money and are trying to figure uh, out what to do with that there. But there's also an undercurrent of no one is going to try to challenge her on her winning. Not necessarily because they don't think she cheated, but because she could probably knock them flat. <laughs> <laughs> so an arm wrestle it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, she's still waiting for someone and she's she's kind of she's now kind of uh sort of good-naturedly ribbing everyone for being too cowardly <laughs> Liliana's gonna sit down at the table uh, there's there's a little bit of you know the ooze from the crowd as someone goes to test like oh well you're a little young to be here Eh. So, what's your game? Pick your poison. <laughs> I don't know gambling games. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Texas Hold'em. <laughs> Texas Hold'em. <laughs> so, how about, uh, since she's got the dice in front of her, she's going to... Ooh, liar's dice. Seem pretty new here. So, let, let's say uh, highs or lows. Okay. We'll go with a simple one first. Let's say thousand poke. All right, you're on. All right. She kind of waits for you to actually show a thousand poke. Uh, she puts it down on the table and then waits. Okay, Liliana does it too. Okay. She's shaking the dice right now and is asking you highs or lows. Highs. All right. Roll for me 3d6. Okay. I have no idea how this game goes. <laughs> um, I got a six, a four, and a one. Six, a four, and a one. All right. She shakes and puts her dice down. Um, someone actually hands you a set of dice, so you actually rolled these. She sets and puts her dice down and hands up, and she has a five, a four, and a six. Oh. Uh, and the crowd cheers, someone slaps you on the back, and you get the pot. 
Oh, I got it. Hmm. Like hey. Got, there are more highs than lows. Oh, cool. Hey, good job, me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a good one. All right, so let's let's say we up the stakes a little bit. I'm a vegetarian. Thank you. <laughs> when will you find out what's in the stew? Goes, no! oh, well, there goes there goes me wagering uh, dinner at the at the at this fine establishment. And there's a couple laughter, a bit of laughter. Now let's say, okay, one, two, three, four, or five, six for five thousand poke. Wait, so what? I just pick one of those pairs. Yep, pick one of those pairs. Mm, pears. Um, <laughs> I'm going. Better than steaks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick three, four. Three, four. All right. It's going to shake. You pick up your dice again. Roll three d six again for me. Ooh, a six, a five, and a four. All right. Uh, she shows her, and it's four, two, six. So there's some groans, and she takes 5,000 poke from you. Uh, we switched dice on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a uh, guile or intuition check from you? Yes. I'm going to do Guile, because I know that's better. Yeah, yeah, it is. 13. Okay. With a 13, you uh, catch it now as she's putting them away. You're not sure how they're doing it, but... uh, Oh, you you caught it this time as she rolled it down. Um, She's moving incredibly quickly. But you can catch from the movements and from her kind of trying to distract through it. She's flipping the dice at the last second before they land. <gasps> Cheater. Okay. She only flips one or two at a time, but she's definitely doing it. Goes, All right, well. You still up for more? Yeah, but I have an idea. How about we have... One of these fine um, bystanders roll for you. She kind of gives you a look and narrows her eyes and says, you pick who rolls for me. I pick who rolls for you. 6,000 poke. High or low? Mm. (laughs) Mmm. I suppose it's too late to bring out Ruse right now, isn't it? <laughs> it would be, yes. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to do a perception check on the crowd. Okay. And I'm going to do it to see, like... Who looks like they might be... I mean, I know this is a game of chance, but, like, who might be more on my side with this and who might be more savvy with gambling? Give me an intuition instead of perception. 
Ah, oh, man. You're trying to read the cr- read the the emotions and the actions of the crowd rather than looking for something uh, visually. Yeah. <laughs> I got a seven. It's a little hard to tell, but you think you could pick out a few people who would at least be neutral, if not on your side. Okay. I point to one of them, and they have super, like, aquamarine hair, and, like, one eye is, uh, orange, and another eye is green. (laughs) Alright, orange and green. Okay, perfect. So you pick that one. Do you put 6,000 poke down? (laughs) Oh, this could go very badly. I'm gonna do 12,000. You're putting down 12? I'm gonna raise her, yeah. Okay. I hope I don't die. She, she looks at you for a long second <laughs> oh and gosh. goes, For that, I'll let you pick highs or lows, and she matches you. And points to, like, she just points behind her without looking at the crowd. Okay. I'm going to pick highs, and right before anybody does anything with their dice, I'm just gonna say, oh, can we can we just do one little traditional fun thing that we do back in my hometown? I know it may seem a little silly, but you know, once everybody is done rolling their die, just immediately put your hands up in the air, okay? Everybody just put your hands up in the air and then we can really see how the dice fall, okay? <laughs> she kinda nods and goes, all right, we can cheer for it. Michael and Paul, could you each roll me three dice? Yes. Please, guys, please. (laughs) (laughs) At first I was going to check and see, uh, what am I I checking for this? What what skill is this? Oh, I'm just rolling three dice. (laughs) Just rolling three dice. Alright, who wants to say it first? Go ahead. Six, six, and one. Ooh, six, three, one. Ah! Uh, okay, Liliana, there's a second before everyone puts their hands up. Do you want to make a stealth check to change one of the dice? <gasps> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do it. Oh my word. Okay. 15. Can you also give me a perception check? Yeah. 16. All right. Uh, In the split second before uh, you all put your hands up, you managed to bump the table ever so slightly. And one thing that was going to be a one flips and becomes a four. As you're putting your hand up, you see Alba putting one hand up and the other hand joins it a second later. And one of the sixes just became a three. So there's a moment... And then she laughs and goes, it's a tie. We each get our money back. (laughs) My, how convenient that is. (laughs) How convenient indeed. And she looks at you directly. (laughs) You have. Is she Jared's mom? (gasps) Oh my gosh, please. You have to be a trainer. 
<laughs> of some and sort. And you yeah. had better be challenging me because this will be fun. And I think that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and at Facebook at facebook.com slash Rollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Taproom. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scott, <laughs> Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And yeah, come on and hang out with us in the Discord and in the tap room. Uh, Discord especially, we'd love to see more people there and keep the conversation rolling there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. That woman they met at the administration building. Do you notice they never got her name? You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelie. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Box Cheese, Blue Dragon, Dr. Audino, Peter Stadmuller, T. Doctor Tree, Mark Smith, Eric Lonquist, Kyle Alberts, Taylor Bonforte, David Harshman, Michael, Richie Kammer, Tim Jacobson, Matt Carlton, Ben Ahrens, Gabe Thomas, Andrew Case, Nathan Jester, DGZ, Dean Frostmage, Froxus, Legendary, Ursa93, Terry Fow, Chandler Shack, Scotty Newton, Lance, Matt Richley, Berserker, and Julia Egan. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. So just now, now that I'm thinking about Oshawa and stuff, I'm, I'm realizing that otters are one of those things that I can understand are cute, but I don't have a strong opinion of. It's like oh, someone no. says they're cute. Yeah, no, I agree. But I just don't think oh, about yeah. otters. I don't think about otters. <laughs> just don't think you know about otters. What's better than an otter? A platypus. Yeah, neutrality is an emotional state to be avoided. What? <laughs> 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 Come Sorry. on, brain. Go. <laughs> what is 8 plus 7? <laughs> 15. 15. Thank you. You don't play enough cribbage. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't played cribbage probably since Crystal was back in college, to be honest. So you know that's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> she narrows oh. her eyes at you. Obscurantism and obfuscation.
orally observed gentle listener gentle listener gentle listener gentle listener obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about offered unto you offered unto you offered unto you in the tapestry radio network tapestryradio.org from our fancy to yours